Welcome to the Dot Metaverse podcast. Today we'll hear from Richard Karras, VP of Omniverse Platform Development at NVIDIA, who will be telling us about the Omniverse and a future of shared worlds. This was recorded at the Metaverse Summit at CES 2022, hosted by TouchCast. Hi, everyone. I'm Richard Karras, NVIDIA's Vice President of our Omniverse Development Platform, and I'm thrilled to be here today with our friends at TouchCast to tell you about our platform, Omniverse, and how it's going to play a significant role in the creation of what we hear called the Metaverse. So I'm going to take you through the platform, how we developed it, why it is, and different kind of industry use cases that are going on with it. I thought I'd start with some nice little eye candy of some great technology examples being done with Omniverse. So let's take a look. Please click on the links in the show notes to view the videos referenced in the episode. So you saw there a lot of different examples of 3D that were done with our platform. I'm going to set some context as to how it all came about. You know, 3D design is an extremely complex team sport. We've seen lots of different use cases there in that example that I showed you. A lot of different diverse skills and things that are used and a lot of different software that gets used. And the complexity of the workflows is getting bigger all the time. Now, all of these things present some challenges to create. You know, But as we also said, that 3D workflows are across so many different industries. You see it from the visualization and architectural and engineering things to the entertainment and media and game development, things like that, product design. We saw some scientific visualization, robotics, and of course, autonomous vehicles, and many more. Okay, so 3D has become as essential as the World Wide Web is for doing all these different types of industrial use cases. But with these come new challenges, challenges that the past few years we've seen firsthand. Remote locations is now the new norm, right? And the data that being that is being worked on in 3D is getting bigger all the time. And with that, you have more challenges of how do you maintain that single source of truth for that data across these different locations. So these are some of the fundamental challenges that all these different industries are facing. We face it too. We actually built Omniverse first for ourselves. We visualize everything we do. We connect our teams from across the globe and we build complex virtual worlds for our autonomous vehicles and robotics. So we started this endeavor for something that we needed ourselves. So do a lot of other industries. So we started working on Omniverse with our partners Pioneers in the use cases of some of the examples that you've seen there from BMW, Foster and Partners and others, to our hardware providers from HP, Lenovo and others. And most importantly, the software providers because Omniverse is a platform. It extends and enhances existing workflows. It doesn't replace them. So working with our software ISVs or our partners is essential for the success of Omniverse as a platform for all of us. Now, Omniverse is a collaboration and simulation platform, and it can be a collaboration platform for individuals as much as for enterprises. You know, individual creators typically use many types of software. And as I said earlier, those software prep packages typically don't work well with one another. So you have to export and import and things like that. That can be time consuming, challenging, and sometimes very, very difficult if you have to go back to an earlier step in your production. So one of the things that Omniverse does for individuals is allow you to connect all of those applications live. But in the enterprise space, it goes even further. You can connect to different locations. So from across the room to across the globe, your teams can work together in real time. And they can do so using the tools that they've already been using throughout the different types of uh, use cases that they have. 
It's very flexible. This is a platform that can work for small teams, from individuals, all the way up to large virtualized enterprises. Flexibility is key. So whether you're on a laptop, one of our workstations, or our servers, Omniverse is a platform that can work and connect all of these together. Now, the very core of Omniverse is what's called Nucleus. Nucleus, you can think of as the way to manage all of the data between these different lo uh, locations and these different software packages. So in this diagram that you see here, you see different parts of a workflow on the left connected through USD into the Nucleus core. And then you have technology that we bring uh, to that mix from NVIDIA, things like physics and materials, AI and things like that. And then you can output it in real time through our real-time multi-GPU renderer. So this is kind of like the diagram of what Omniverse is about. And it can be used for things like design collaboration. So you could be on different software tools in different locations and everybody working in a virtual world together. That's one element of it. And it can be used for digital twins, something that you're going to hear more and more of as we go on, where digital twins is where you have a synthetic duplicate of what's happening in the real world. For example, a factory could have a digital twin that's being used in a virtual world that's identical to the one in the, in the physical world. And why it's important for them is because it allows the uh, workers in there to make a lot of decisions in the synthetic before they have to make the costly decisions in the physics, in the physical world. For example, if you're running a car, ma manufacturing a car, and you're going to change over the different models, there's a lot of different things that come into play with that, like where the machinery is going to go, how people are going to move about, how to train the robots and things like that. Now, historically, something like that would be done in a physical world and it would take time and it would be costly. But now using a digital twin, you can actually do a lot of those things in the synthetic world before committing to it in the physical world. Train your robots in a synthetic digital twin so that you don't have to train one robot at a time. You can train hundreds or thousands of robots in the synthetic world so they can be that much smarter when it's downloaded into the physical world. So digital twins is a very big use case and it's not just in the manufacturing. We see digital twins being used for simulations and like our friends at Lockheed Martin have been doing things for simulating wildfires to understand how they happen and how they take place so that we can better contain them, things like that. Uh, Ericsson has been using digital twins to figure out how to propagate cities with 5G antennas for, for that, uh, many other types of use cases there. Now, as I said, the core about Omniverse is a platform that connects existing tools into this platform and allows for these other additional options that we bring for its output. So you see here a list of just some of the tools that we can connect with, whether it's 3D entertainment tools or design and CAD tools or things like that. And connecting into the platform allows you to then do other things to extend and enhance what your workflow is. At the very core of all of this is Universal Scene Description or USD. And why this is so important is we consider it to be the HTML of 3D worlds. What do we mean by that? Well, if you can remember the early days of the internet, it depended on what kind of browser and extensions you had installed if you were going to get the experience that was designated to you at a particular website. So there was actually a dot-com boom and then stopped, right? Because you had all these different parameters for your, your experience on the web. And it wasn't until HTML came along and everybody ratified it and unified on this common plumbing for the web that you now had a consistent experience no matter what platform what browser, what device, 
and the web became synonymous with an experience that was consistent. Now that consistent experience has, has grown. So we see, you know, most of the top companies in the world are now web-based companies. We think the same thing is going to happen in 3D virtual worlds. And that's one of the reasons why you hear the metaverse taking, uh, you know, being used so much because 3D virtual worlds, as I said, are being used in all these different industries. But in order for them to be successful, we need this common plumbing, this common foundation so that any experience from one world to the other world is consistent in much the same way that any experience from one website to another website is consistent. That's where USD comes in. So that's why we need the HTML of 3D. And the great thing is, is universal scene description. USD has been adopted by so many companies in the industry right now and more coming all the time. So many different ways to connect to the platform. And once you're connected to the platform of Omniverse, you have a lot of things that you can do with it. You can extend it, you can enhance it, you can build applications directly on the platform to take advantage of all these core technologies that we have over 20 years of NVIDIA technology is at the core of the Omniverse platform. So whether you're an advanced user that wants to build some extensions to customize your workflow, or you're a developer that wants to build an application directly on top of the platform, you have many different ways to do this. Because at the very core of Omniverse is our SDK called Kit. Now, there, you can think of Omniverse in these five different segments that I'm, uh, I'm going to talk about here. Nucleus, as I, as I said a little bit ago, is kind of like the center core. It's the traffic cop of digital information between the different locations and sites. Connect is how we connect with our existing third-party software products. So whether you're using Maya or you're using Unreal Engine or other tools like that, the connect is how they connect into the platform to be live. Kit is the SDK at the very core of the platform that allows you to do those things I was saying, build, extend, enhance, et cetera. You have our simulation technologies, and of course our RTX multi-GPU renderer, which can scale up to support any number of GPUs to have a real-time photorealistic experience. These are the fundamental parts of Omniverse. Now you can build and extend and do other things. We have a very modern environment in Omniverse that allows you to just customize things through drag and drop and connecting the different modules. And that's how you can build extensions to make your, your workflow consistent. We bring a lot of technology to the platform. As I said, you know, whether it's physics or simulations or things that you see here on the screen, all of these things help in producing accurate virtual worlds. We support all these different types of rendering capabilities from a renderer on an RTX laptop through multi-GPU, real-time photorealistic rendering, and we base everything on open standards. Again, as a platform, we're there to extend and enhance. Now we've built some cutting edge applications on the platform to show the capabilities of what Omniverse allows you to do. So whether you're using AI for audio to face or you're using other tools for deep learning and research or robotics, we have a number of applications that are available on the platform to show and, and you know, allow you to get the most out of this advanced technology. So Create is one of those applications I'd like to tell you a little bit about. It allows you to take those different components of your 3D scene bring them in and compose them, light them, and set them up for rendering. So you can kind of think of it as the stage. And whether your objects are coming from multiple different 3D packages and your environments and you want to add more to it, 
create is the is your sound stage or your visual stage to allow you to do that. View is an immersive true to reality visualization for reviews and approvals. So we see this used a lot in architectural visualization and things like that, where you want to see a true to reality simulation of what that world is going to be, look like, whether you're building a room or a building or an object, things like that. Audio to face is an AI powered facial animation based on an audio track. So you can see the examples that are that are playing here, right? Those are being driven simply by an audio track. So you can imagine the complexities of doing animation by hand versus allowing AI to help you do it so that you can take advantage of this technology to help expedite your workflow in the projects that you're working on. Machinima is a fun uh, uh, tool that was built that allows you to do cinematic game storytelling using game components. And uh, we have a number of things that are coming out at CES that we'll be talking more about it. But you can think of Machinima as a really fun way to have some fun with game content and things like that and make and create your own stories. Now, recently at our GTC, we announced a few new things for the Omniverse platform, showroom, farm, AR, and VR, okay? So what showroom is, it's a, a way for us to showcase the different technology examples that are available on the Omniverse platform in a simple click and go. This is something that people have been asking for for a long time. How can I show the complexity of what this platform does in a simple and easy way to do it? So we built this thing called Showroom. Showroom will allow you to click a scene and be able to interact with it and show it and things like that. Farm is a systems layer to harness multiple compute resources, whether you're using it for rendering or compute or training, things like that. Um, it is really an amazing scalable environment that we've been using for a lot of our productions in-house for our keynotes and things like that. As a matter of fact, the spring GTC, we rendered 60,000 frames across 800 servers in different locations. And all of that can be done with a very minimal setup. Omniverse AR and VR is going to be really groundbreaking because for the first time, you're going to have full ray, ray traced, full fidelity ray traced VR. So your virtual reality in, the, in that environment is going to be spectacular. And of course, you can mix that in AR environments as well. We also announced Omniverse Replicator. Omniverse Replicator is a way for synthetic data generation to be done for 3D and 4D data to train your AIs. So whether you're training robotics or you're training um autonomous driving uh environments things like that it's a very easy way to get up and going using the platform for synthetic data generation another one that we announced is omniverse avatar omniverse avatar actually takes a number of different technologies throughout nvidia and packages them together to be able to bring you a unified way of bringing intelligent avatars into your environment so we showed a few different examples one was project tokyo which was a intelligent kiosk. Uh, another one was Project Maxine, which helps clean up video and things like that. It's actually being used by our friends here at TouchCast. And um, the other one we have is one that we call Toy Jensen, which you see a little clip there in the middle, uh, where we actually had somebody interact with a avatar that was rendered in Omniverse, but driven by the different technologies that you see listed here, Riva and Metropolis, things like that. And you were able to interact with it and have a wealth of information at your hands. And so we think this is going to be really significant for lots of different use cases from customer support to uh, video teleconferencing, games, robots, all sorts of things. 
and then Modulus, which is a framework for developing these physical ML models for digital twins. You know, as I talked about earlier, the thing that makes a digital twin really significant in a use case is that it has to be true to reality. So you're going to need to understand what's taking place in the synthetic world to be able to view it and understand it in the physical world and back and forth. And so we work with a number of different modules to bring that together in a toolkit that's built specifically for digital twins. Now, digital twins is something that you know we build, we believe very strongly in because we believe that anything that will be built will be visualized, anything that moves will be autonomous, and anything that's autonomous will be simulated. So, what do we mean by those things? Well, before you take the time and effort to build something in the physical world, you can do that in a synthetic world and be able to understand all of the different components before you commit the time and resources to do that in a physical world. And then by being autonomous, it means a lot of those things are going to need to be trained and understood where they're going to go in a factory and things like that that you see playing there. Well, you can train those, you know, in a one-to-one -one basis in the factory and do it, things like that. Or you can have a digital twin of that factory and train your robots in the digital twin. So it's much more intelligent and sufficient to have a robot that has downloaded many different types of scenarios from a synthetic world into the physical world. And the same thing holds true when you're programming those robots and things like that. You know, as I say, you know, traditionally you plug a robot into a computer, you would train it to do something, and then you would have it go do something. Well, in the synthetic world, you can train hundreds, if not thousands of robots to do all sorts of things. So that by the time you download that information to the physical world, that robot's many thousands of times smarter just at day one. So, Lots of these different things are taking place throughout the industries. And we've been very fortunate in the early access of Omniverse. We've been working with over 700 companies in our enterprise scenario and over 80,000 individuals. In the enterprise scenario, some of the use cases that we've been showing at our GTC and are available on YouTube and things like that, talk about factory of the future, building a twin earth, doing wildfire simulation with our friends at Lockheed Martin, Ericsson, a number of the things I've been talking about. I invite you to go take some time and look at these different use cases. And I'd like to go into a few of them here and tell you a little bit about them. So I'm going to play a video here that's going to show a, two different applications being used together um, and the capability of what you see on one with the real-time ray trace, very uh, photorealistic environment, being driven by our partner software from Autodesk called Revit. So the, the beauty here is that you get to use a familiar tool that you're working with, and you get to see it in the context of what it will look like in a photorealistic environment, a true to reality uh, example. And the beauty for that is whether you're designing lights or shadows, or you're trying to figure out how things are gonna behave in that physical world, you can do so in the synthetic world many, many times over before committing to it in the, in the final use case. You can also use it for doing simulations like we have, uh, you know, doing simulations of heat dissipation for our boards and things like that. Because all of these capabilities are at the very core of the platform, you have all of this technology at your hands simply by connecting the tools that you're familiar with and then tapping into the platform as you see different examples that I've been showing. You know, I've talked about the different use cases and how we are for individuals and for enterprise and also for developers. So there's really three areas of Omniverse for everyone. Two of them listed here, Omniverse for individuals, which is a free to download and will remain free to download for individuals. 
And then we have a subscription-based enterprise model, which comes with you know, certified hardware and support and things like that. The enterprise uh, version of Omniverse was recently launched at our GTC. It is now available in the marketplace and this works on tested and certified hardware. Again, comes with support, things like that. So we're seeing companies now adopt this platform into their environment and start to use the tools that they're familiar with and sort of revolutionize how they're getting things done, whether it's automobile manufacturing or simulation, things like that. Here's an example of some more uh, use cases that I was talking about. Let's take a look at this. Please click on the links in the show notes to view the videos referenced in the episode. So just a few examples there from some of the great work that our early access customers have been doing with the Omniverse platform. We've had so many different companies doing such amazing things. You saw a bunch of them there in the video clip that I just played. Um, I want to list them out here to make sure that you, they get the credit that they deserve. You know, Everything about Omniverse is really about us working with our partners, whether they're the pioneers that are using the platform and the software developers that are connecting to the platform, things like that. It is really something that we feel is so important that we are all doing this together. So Omniverse Enterprise for AEC, a couple of use cases for each of the examples that I'm gonna talk about for the next few minutes. So whether it's conceptual design, doing bids or client presentations, collaboration, things like that. One of the most important things about this use case for, for Omniverse is the true to reality simulation, being able to understand how weather, uh, sunlight, all different types of things will take, uh, will affect a building before it's been committed to whether it's being built in the middle of a city or a landscape, something like that. All of these things are very important to the architect and having it be true to reality is one of the most cutting edge things that Omniverse brings to this use case. Enterprise for uh, media and entertainment use cases, we're seeing things from previs and capture and um, concept design and things like that to being able to collaborate on scenes, whether, you know, like our teams at NVIDIA, when we work on our keynote presentations and we work on the showcasing of all these technologies are quite often done with teams that are all around the world working in a creative environment, being able to do real-time client reviews and things like that. And of course, being able to power virtual production. Okay, so our technology, both from the hardware and, and software standpoint, can help each of these use cases using tools that are already being used in each of them. We talked a bit about the factory of the future with BMW. Uh, this is a commitment that is a multi-year visionary uh, project between both companies. You've seen the first of which was shown in the springtime this year. You're going to hear more about these as we go forward. But the, the revolution here for, for BMW is that they're committing to building their factories in a digital twin environment using Omniverse as the platform for that. Lockheed Martin has done some amazing work simulating the wildfires that those of us in California and everywhere on the West Coast uh, experience too much. And their goal is to be able to simulate what takes place and understand how they spread to better contain them and eventually you know, prevent them. We've announced the uh, Earth 2 project, which is to build a complete digital twin of Earth to better understand how climate things are affecting the globe and what we can do to stop it. Ericsson has done some amazing work building a digital twin of a city in Stockholm to be able to understand how the antennas for 5G should be placed throughout the city. 
And they did this using Omniverse as a development platform. They actually got one of the early releases that were downloadable from our site and then came back a few months later and showed us what they were doing. And we thought it was so fantastic. We wanted to feature it, which we did in our recent GTC keynote. But it, the, the beauty here is that they, they took the platform and they extended it and they built on top of it with their development team to solve a problem that's very costly and time consuming for them. But by, able, by being able to do it in a digital twin environment, they were able to solve a lot of different challenges that for years have been very costly for them. So incredible work that they've done there. You know, we're, we're really getting into a new era where all kinds of use cases are going to need digital twins, whether it's the architectural thing, the earth, things like that. But there's so many use cases that we probably haven't even thought of yet. But the idea that you can have a, you know, a digital twin of something that you're going to be working on in the physical world means that you can do a lot of analysis and testing and visualization and things before you commit to the costliness of it in the physical world. You're building an automobile or you're building a building or something like that. We're going to start to see it in healthcare and things like that, conquering some of the most challenging uh, things that are taking place there. Lastly, we have a great developer program for anybody that wants to build on the Omniverse platform, like our friends at TouchCast have done. They, they committed to all these great things that we're seeing in these worlds. They're doing building using our technology from NVIDIA. And committing to the platform is one of the most important things that the development team has done. And we have a great platform for all developers to be able to join and download and have examples, tutorials, training courses, all things like that. And again, getting Omniverse is great because if you're an individual, you can download it free. And you just go to nvidia.com slash Omniverse, you can download it and you can use it. It's a fully functional platform right then and there. But you can also develop on it. So if you're a developer, you can download it and develop for the platform free as well. And then if you're an enterprise customer, as I said, we have a, a larger high-end subscription-based platform, things like that. There's a wealth of documentation, tutorials, forums, and, and social channels for everyone to really come together in this next generation of where we see the web going into these 3D virtual worlds. So that's an overview of Omniverse. And like I said, we're really thrilled that our friends are here at TouchCat using Omniverse for the platform that they're creating this incredible environment on. And I think now more than ever, it's important that we all come together and build on a consistent platform, much the same way we revolutionize the internet to the web with HTML. So shall we uh, revolutionize these virtual worlds with things like USP. So thank you very much and have a great show. In the next episode, we'll be hearing from Jason Warnke, Managing Director, Global IT, Global Digital Experiences Lead at Accenture. For more information on how to claim your free .metaverse domain, visit touchcast.com.